Welcome back to another episode of Retail Therapy on the Sunday Scaries podcast feed. My name's Will DeFreeze. In the studio with me today, my loyal, loyal co-host, Barrett Dudley. Looking a little different today, Barrett. Just How you doing? Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Uh, man, it feels like we've it feels like we've been off for a while. Why does it feel that way? Because normally, Barrett, we haven't really stuck with the t- every two weeks kind of thing. I feel like we've kind we, of mixed we, and we, matched. Right, right, right. We always get one in there at a, at a time that that wasn't on that every other week cadence. I like going every other week for content purposes because we are, we are never short on juicy things that, to talk about. That's true. That's well, true. I don't like only talking to you every two weeks. Yeah, not to, not to get like too like you know broy and personal uh-huh. with you, yeah, but yeah. I, I like talking to you more than every two weeks. Yeah, I I mean I agree. I I totally agree. I haven't seen you since uh, ACL. That's right. We go to music festivals. Yeah, we're, we're young oh, yeah. and hip and with it. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I got out there early. You know, see some indie bands, little Arlo Parks. See <laughs> James Blake. Maybe you've heard of him. Yeah, yeah. I got I got out there around <laughs> six thirty. <laughs> Had to rest the knees a little bit before yeah. making it out there. Didn't want to get like bullied by a bunch of teens to Carly Rae Jepsen and stuff. I guess Did, the teens aren't listening to her though. It's probably that, just no. Hard. It was it was uh, it was an older crowd. I was I was with my peers at the Carly Rae Jepsen show. Did you see Billy Strings? I did see a bit of Billy Strings. I didn't watch his entire set. I, I ended up going to Billy Strings at Stubbs on Thursday. Oh, I'm jealous. And uh, yeah, it was a good. It was a it was a good time jam band. Um, what what why does can you you you're you're a big dead dead and co guy now mm-hmm. sorry i'm clicking my water bottle over here um you i think maybe i've asked you this before were you ever like a panic or a fish guy or like like uh you know any were even all in brothers any of those bands that people travel around the country and, and they follow them around and they just they jam out like was i into it before dead yeah, and co uh-huh, uh-huh. uh yes but not in the sense that i was willing to travel around the country and do that I think there there was a scenario in my life where I think my life could have unfolded in a way where I ended up being that person. Yeah. Uh, but I never got there. Uh, I would say that I started listening to uh, some widespread panic when I was living in Michigan in my 20s. And the more panic that I listened to, the more I got into them and started kind of thinking that I liked them the most as far as jam bands go because I, they just kind I, I, I for lack of a better term... They just rocked hard. Yeah. Okay, and I like right. that. Um, and like as I've as as my jam fervor has evolved, I would say that uh, you know, Grateful Dead has definitely become the the band that I now gravitate the most toward. Yeah, and yeah. De- just because there's just so much music to take in and listen to. So with with the concerts though, what's like the what is the what do you think people are so drawn to? Why do they? I'm not. By the way, I'm not salting Billy Strings or any other jam band. I enjoyed myself. I enjoyed the music, but I, but I also don't like. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I totally 100% get it. Do For you know, me, you know I, I mean? like the surprise. Like I like I like knowing what songs I like from a certain artist. Let's use D- Dead and Co uh-huh. as an example for yeah. this. You know, I have certain Grateful Dead songs that I like, and I have certain versions that I like the Grateful Dead version more of, and I have other songs that I like the Dead & Co version of. Sure. But the going into it and knowing that, you know, you might not hear one of the songs that you really love. And if you do get to hear that song, it's kind of like, what version of this okay. am I about to hear? What? Yeah. And, and it's kind of an interesting thing because like some of the songs, when we went to the Dead & Co concert in LA, like some of the songs that I think I would have liked the most. Uh, I didn't think we're that good versions of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's just kind of like, it's almost like a game you play. I forget, uh, there's a Grateful Dead documentary on Amazon and they talk with some celebrities who are kind of deadheads and they go through and they talk about how they they are so in tune now 
that they enjoyed knowing and guessing like what year a certain songs from it's like oh that one's from 82 but that one was from 73 okay and so it's like i think it's like al franken or something so yeah and yeah yeah i don't know i i think i'm kind of excited that dead and co's fine i'm kind of excited they're going on their final tour and i don't have to worry about this kind of stuff right now yeah. um it was a short-lived flash in the pan for me i was very resistant towards grateful dead for a very long time not for any reason other than i thought it was just kind of stereotypical to like get into Grateful yes. Dead. Yeah. But then the pandemic happened. I was in lockdown and I, I suddenly just had to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I just need to be on like one or two early bird CBD gummies the next time that I, I head out to a champion. Those things help. <laughs> Certain things help. Yeah. I would say that. I do. I also, you know, you're, you're talking like Al Franken and some of the some of the old heads that have been into this stuff forever. I, I do just want to give a shout out to like the the multiple, more than one, like 65-year-old ladies that I saw out at Billy Strings. Oh, yeah. That were just like taking their shoes off and just doing like a little like dance number like they were freaking um, what's that guy that dances around the fire and weaves gold out of hair? Rumpelstiltskin. Okay, I yeah, wasn't. Yeah. I didn't know we were doing Rumpelstiltskin <laughs> references, but I'm here. I'm here for it. I wanted to say Rasputin, but I knew that was wrong. Um, yeah, just just absolutely like you know like had to have been from from Vermont or or somewhere. Just you know. They were getting in their their Subaru after the show. Hell yeah. You know. <laughs> I mean, like I But like I, just getting it. If absolutely my, getting it. Like it, in their in their own little size of heaven. And I respected the hell out of that. Oh, the old people at like the Dead and Co show we went to this past year, like, I mean, they they were going the hardest. And I think that's kind of the beauty of these shows, is that like we're everyone's kind of older now, including me. And so it's just kind of a bunch of people just bobbing along next to each other. And, and it makes it a low maintenance show to go yeah, to. That's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's people, there's people there wearing like, I don't know, denim overshirts that are giving pottery. Mm, mm, you know what right. I mean? Yeah, and yeah. so it's, it's that kind of crowd. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to use. I have my, I have my new denim overshirt on. I like it. I like it. I have it. my it's pockets. Like, I don't know what I'm going to put in my dude, pockets, but I'm going to start keeping uh, stuff in my pockets. Got, you got to love a drop in pocket. This, yeah. It's, like, um, this is like, what is it, like a hybrid chore coat over, uh, overshirt. Yeah. I don't really know what to call it. It's the weight of a shirt, but it's got the pockets like a chore coat. I'd like to give a special shout out to uh, AYR and their new men's line mm. uh, and my friend Amelia who sent me this. Dude, uh, I got the AYR catalog in the mail and I got to say, I, I really, really dig it. Like it's it's super, super simple, almost in like a 90s gap way. Oh, yeah. But the fits, the fits on everything are really dialed in and like very modern and current. So it's like this... It's super wearable, but it's super, I don't think trendy is the right word, but the fits, they are trendy. The pants are oversized and mm -hmm. baggy. The the shirts fit right. They're not like, doing too much though. They're not doing too much, but the but but all the little details, like it doesn't look like, it doesn't look like 1995. It doesn't look like 2012. It looks like 2022, but in that very simplistic, easy way. So. I've received this, a sweater, and then I'm going to be receiving some pants either this week or the following week. The pants are always a thing for me that are the toughest for yeah, me. Yeah. And so I'm very interested to see if if they if AYR's men's pants turn out to be something special, you will hear about it because it it takes a lot for me to to shout from the rooftops about pants. Usually mm -hmm. I'm returning them. It's like the only thing that I know that I'm probably going to have to return whenever I order something online. Uh Let's get some official business out of the way. I've been Let's skipping this over the last couple of weeks. We have a new YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Sunday Scaries Podcast. You can watch all the episodes of Retail Therapy right there. You can also go uh, to willtofreeze.substack.com. I've been doing the listener companions over there. Uh, 
if anyone is addicted to these listener companions, let me apologize if they're coming out later and later. Uh, the turnaround time for retail therapy is quite aggressive and that is intentional. And so sometimes in the next coming weeks, I might not have them out until the, later in the afternoon, but just know they will be there. And everything you need is there, whether it's links of articles that we talk about, excerpts, uh, wish lists, anything, it's all over there. Make it happen. And finally, Go follow retail.pod on Instagram. It's the hottest Instagram Instagram account going right now. A lot of people are saying that. And that's mainly because Sunday Scaries keeps getting suspended. And so you need to go follow the burner account, which is retail.pod on Instagram. But let's hear from one of our sponsors today. I don't know about you, Barrett, but I spend a lot of time making my house feel like home indoors and out. And that's why I love fastgrowingtrees.com. Everyone loves a good house plant. Everyone loves a good tree. Everyone loves just plant life in general. I know you're a fan. I'm a big fan, and I'm a big fan of fast-growing trees. The experts at Fast Growing Trees curate thousands of plants so you can find the perfect fit for your specific climate, location, and needs. You don't have to drive around to nurseries and big gardening centers. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online, and your plants are shipped right to your door in one to two days. Whether you're looking to add some privacy, shade, or natural beauty to your yard, Fast Growing Trees has made... Uh, they have in-house experts ready to help you with the right selection with growing and care advice available 24-7. Uh, I need that advice 24 seven because I am known to kill some trees, which means that I'm a great client of someone like fastgrowingtrees.com, but I don't need to worry about them dying because they have these people. Um, but I mean, if you're not doing your plant shopping at fast growing trees, I don't know what you're doing. Well, we have one house plant that we've managed to keep alive. Guess where it's from? I, I don't even have you to. You don't even have to guess. It's fast growing trees. Uh, it's a pothos plant. Also have like two exterior plants at the entrances, but like, they just make everything really easy from picking what's right for you to offering stuff like the, you know, the 24 hour helpline. Um, you could know. be a ficus, could be a fiddly fig, could be anything. It, it, They're yeah. there for you. Snake plant. You can get, you can order grass seed. Will, you know what I mean? Yeah. They, I, maybe you're, maybe you're trying to reseed. Maybe you're trying to overseed going into this fall season. The first time I went to their website, I was like, whoa, they sell way more, a way larger variety of plants than I ever imagined. But that's what you get. Even if you've never had a green thumb, they'll make you feel like you do. Just like the over 1 million happy, fast-growing trees customers around the country. Plus, with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, you can trust everything will be healthy for years to come. Go to fastgrowingtrees.com slash clubcool. Get 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com slash clubcool. Again, fastgrowingtrees.com slash clubcool. Barrett, it's time. I've been waiting to do this since the second I saw you post something yeah, on your Instagram yeah. story. Okay, let's let's do it. Your hair. Yeah. I feel bad for people that are listening to this podcast, maybe in the car. Maybe mm -hmm. they're just on the phone taking a hot girl or hot boy or hot person walk. Walk, right? Yeah. They don't yeah. know what's going on right now. I mean, hopefully they do. Hopefully they, they, they're, they're following on the gram and, and they got to see, you know, a 35-year-old post a reel. Yeah. It's an exciting <laughs> moment to post a reel at our age. Yeah. It's, it's, you're always putting yourself out there. It's, it's like when you, it's like when you wear something a little out of your norm to like yeah, a group it, dinner totally, and you're worried that totally. your boys could either love it or they could absolutely roast you for it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Barrett, can you describe for everybody what's happened here? Yeah. Okay. Here's what's happened. The, the, the short of it is that I went and, um, I bleached my hair and I got it colored to like a platinum silvery gray. Uh, with just like a, there's like a violet hint of it. Now, if you're watching on YouTube, hey, howdy, um, you're, you're seeing the aftermath of a, of a retone, which unfortunately I'm, a, I'm kind of a sad boy today. Cause I think it was a bit of an overtone. This is my mistake. I'm going to get into this in a second, but that that's, that's the brief description is that I basically went like a platinum silver gray, full on full color, full bleach. Um, 
And, and then I just, and then I got a haircut on top of that, which is the first time that I've, you know, gone shorter and choppier probably since like, you know, Dylan's wedding basically. Mm-hmm. So, so, some several, several months <laughs> don't ago. Don't bring up, don't bring up you at B- Dylan's <laughs> wedding. You were just an absolute <laughs> snack that day. The, is, is, the is spray tan, the haircut, everything was firing. <laughs> is Randy getting a zoom in on me? I hope he is. He's yeah. trying to at least. Yeah, here's, here's, here's my close up. Everybody so on, they, on do the they, YouTube. Do they dye it before they cut it? Yeah, so I, I, I've always been under the impression that you're supposed to get the color before the cut. That makes sense, I guess. I've never yeah. really thought about that. Yeah, that's it, so. Just so if it does anything to the hair, you're you you know if it like changes its texture or the way that it falls or anything like that. You're cutting kind of like with that already in the bag. Yeah, I guess the reason I don't know is because I've never colored my hair before. Yeah, but now I'm well, jealous. So, um, yeah. So last Wednesday, I basically took a personal day, and I put, I just put all, I put all of the hair stuff, and then I just threw in like a couple of like, like a doctor's appointment and like a house thing on the list too. So it was just a full day, uh, where I just didn't do anything except for for um, take care of business, including uh, the hair here, which um, took three hours, eight thirty to eleven thirty in the morning. It didn't seem like a short process, even though it was a short reel. Yeah, um, and and uh, and this time, so I was just telling, I was I was telling the rest of uh, of Wash Media just before we went live here that I, once upon a time I tried to do the bleach blonde thing mm-hmm. ten years ago. How'd it go? For it you? was 2012, and I I, I could I, w- I could have seen you doing it like uh, Eminem time back in like when he first got popular. Right, right. Yeah, no, I waited. I waited until um, as people are are want to do in times of major change i did it shortly after a big breakup <laughs> okay okay you britney spears did i britney spears did and I, at the time i like i wanted to do the blonde thing but i just talked myself into like being scared of the bleach scared of like the damage the yeah. hair damage yeah and so i went for the color without the bleach okay and if you have dark hair this is a bad idea <laughs> do not do that you will end up with an orange brassy mess you have to bleach your hair you have to bleach it if you want real real light shades of blonde or platinum or silver or whatever. So that, that, that's just a little bit of backstory. I'd always kind of wanted to like correct that mistake and try this again. Um, 2022 this fall has just been like, like the first time since, since early 2020, late 2019, that the social calendar has just been like back in full effect. Yeah. I'm doing stuff during the week again. No, no. No yes, one's doing yes. stuff during the week. Yeah, no, no, you, no. You missed the hottest party in Austin just a I couple know, weeks I ago. Did. I know I did. Which was on a Wednesday night. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, that's the... That's the type of fall this is. Football games back at back in action. Like not that they weren't last year, but like just all the hubbub surrounding them and the di- there's just it, it, there's parties, there's 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 events, there's there's uh, there's happy hours, there's work corporate events. Like it's all just back. And so I don't know. I just had this. I had this itch to do something again, and I've gone short and back to long hair, and like I've done that whole thing now. Um, and I also just didn't really. I just I was bored with my hair. I didn't like it. Yeah. And it was October. And then cherry on top, I'm obviously doing another podcast right now, Oysters, Clams, and Cockles, where we're covering House of the Dragon, focuses and features a family called the Targaryens who have this light silvery platinum blonde okay. hair. Okay. So it all just came together. That was kind of like the- Thank the, you for mansplaining that to the, me. Because as, <laughs> as someone who doesn't watch the show, I appreciate you saying that so that I wasn't completely lost on this side of things. Yeah. Yeah. So that was kind of the, that, that was the final kind of excuse that I needed Yeah. to, to do it. Did you have if, to brief anybody before? Like, hey, FYI, I don't want you to be too jarred. Like when I walk into work and suddenly I just have this like completely different hair. I, I alerted nobody except for my partner. Love that. Which- um. And and she, 
she's kiboshed some stuff before. Mm-hmm. Like she doesn't must, mustaches and just a no go for me. Mm-hmm. Like it it gets it gets the axe. Um, this I, she just didn't she didn't even put up a fight. I, I think she knew that that I was gonna do it regardless. Uh, and so yeah, that 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 was the only. That that was the only um, you know war- that was the only warning that I gave. Well, Barry, you've gotten the seal of approval from two very important people, <laughs> my, important people in my life, and that would be uh, my wife, yeah. who uh, who likes it, and then the surprising seal of approval that you got was from my mother, who also enjoyed your hair. Uh, okay, she was so, very excited about this. I I, I don't I, at the risk of um, you know just continuing to gas myself up here. The the response has been like overwhelmingly positive. Yeah. Like, like Laura's friends are like, that looks great. Why does that look so good? Basically, it looks great. I love it. Um, I'm jealous. And, and, and so it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's, and just for me, for, for the, for the change, like first couple of days, I'd like, you know, catch myself in the mirror and be like, oh, that's weird. Like I look like, you know, Gandalf the gray turned into Randy. What's it? Gandalf the white. Does he become Gandalf the white? Yeah. Um, <laughs> That was a very, that was a hesitant, like, I don't want to tell you that you're correct nod from Randy, but a a confirming nod nonetheless. Um, But I like kind of catch myself off guard. And then, uh, you know, after the, after a few days, yeah, I, I honestly feel like this, it, maybe it won't be forever, but this suits me better right now. Like mm-hmm. I like this better than than my my natural color. I'm all in and I, I, I'm ready to ride this wave with you until you're done. Yeah. So, uh, you know, at, at first I was just kind of like thinking that, you know, maybe it would be just a, a Q4 type thing. I'd run it through the through the holidays and uh, and and then basically be done with it. Now I'm not sure. Now I might keep it around for a little bit longer than that and just just ride it out until, you know, until it's uh, so I'm until I'm over it. But the, uh, the but, person but that yeah. did this with you, you have to have a lot of trust in them. Yes. Have you have you been getting your hair cut, colored, whatever from them for a long time? Because that, so, that's the scary part. Yeah. So the the um my my stylist that I have seen for years and years and years, her name's Corinne Kimbro, and she used to work at Ruiz Salon mm-hmm. here in Austin. Uh, she's since left and is kind of like not necessarily. She she's got a chair at another salon. She doesn't. It's like a more of a freelance situation yeah, yeah, yeah. now. So I reached out to her and I was like, "Do you have anybody that you'd recommend to do this?" Mm-hmm. And she recommended a colorist at her previous place of work at Ruby Salon named okay. Ethan, um, who she thought would be like perfect to, to, to kind of to do this. So that brings me to today where there, there was like a piece and there was like a chunk in my hair that like basically hadn't caught all of the kind of the silvery toner and was looking more of like the bleachy blonde color. And like it, it was, it, I was given the advice that like, hey, if something's not perfect, if it's not totally right, just come back in. We'll just, it'll take fifteen minutes. We'll knock it out. We'll just, we'll, we'll fix anything that you don't like. So I was like, okay, well, I don't want to, I, I don't want to not take that because if I wait and then it looks funny, like yeah, I'm gonna, you have wait. to kind of nip that quick. Yeah. So I went, I went back today and to basically like have it retoned, and it's possible that we overtoned today. <laughs> Well, because if you are watching on YouTube, then you are seeing uh, a color that's like darker and way more violet than than what you've seen in my reel and uh, on on Instagram. So the thing about the pastels and they call this if you do like blue or purple or green or or pink or whatever, they call it a fashion color. Um, And if you want to maintain a color like that, you got to go in like every two weeks for toning. 
I was, that that was also on my mind of how often you so, had to go in and do it. So that so this this purple color should fade out like rather quickly uh, after the first time. Like, it's like a spray tan. You just got to take yeah, a couple showers like and call ye- it good. Yesterday, my hair was pretty much just like a like a silver, basically. Like you were the, there was Ted Danson. I was looking kind of Ted Danson, honestly. So not was, a bad thing. Yeah, not a not a terrible thing. Um, had like a just a, the slightest violet hint violet hint to it. Um, but so uh, all that to say, like the 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 purple from the original uh, bleach and tone, really like it, it was solid for like three days, and then it was pretty subtle for the next two, and then probably would have been gone after a week. So I don't expect the purple to 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 hold on for for a whole lot longer. It works. It's spooky season. It's October. Like it, it, I, I can have purple hair for a bit, but like the end goal is to just kind of have it be that that silvery platinum blonde. Were there any celebrities that led you to to convince yourself of this? So, I, I don't i I don't know exactly where I'd like seen this color that yeah. that made me like want to go for it. There, there are I, I did you, use, there aren't that many celebrities that I can come up with that have done this mainly because I think a lot of celebrities have to like you know act or yeah. do something. So I, I think like Jonah the, Hill went through it. Yeah, jo- Jonah, and and so the 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 examples that I had, and even like two of like the the references that I had for for cut more than color. Although I was I was looking at bleach jobs, so it, they they did have their their hair dyed. One, it's my my guy Zac Efron. Na- naturally, I had to f around a little bit. <laughs> um, and then the, I always forget how much you love Efron. Like <laughs> <laughs> my, my dude. <laughs> Uh, and then another, uh, oh man, shit, what's his name? I can't remember his name. He, you, you'd recognize him, but he's like a kind of more of a character actor. His name's Chris something. And, uh, and, and I had a photo of him, but both of them had like the more just like straight up kind of beach blonde, yeah. uh, bleach type look. I think Zane, Zane Malik, the, the former, formerly of One Direction, mm-hmm. the, the JC Chazez to Harry Styles, Justin Timberlake. <laughs> um, I think he did more of like a, like a silvery pink thing. For a while, but that like, sounds I just, familiar. Yeah, I'm not that familiar with Zayn, but I I wanted to go. I, I thought that like taking it to the to the silver gray thing was m- like one going to be like a little bit different and more unique than just straight up like bleach bond. Yeah, and also would probably serve my age a little bit better because it's less trying to be like this like kind of bad boy fuck boy and yeah. more like a just kind of an interesting change at least that's how i justified it to myself i mean uh, you don't have to justify anything at this point i think the <laughs> i think the jury is out and i think you're doing just fine with how with uh how it's turned out yeah at this yeah point. so ho- hopefully i can i can um yeah as long as this 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 uh this this purple tone that i've, I've got here today and on the youtube is not like semi-permanent doesn't stick around for two for a whole lot longer I, I'll, I'll be happy I think by the time this episode airs, it'll already have kind of washed out a little bit. <laughs> Something that it's been killing me. Like we talk about it on Circling Back once in a while. We'll talk about it wherever. Like it stinks when something so on brand happens right after an episode airs. And something that kind of took over the internet for a few days uh, was something that was so on brand for what we do. And that was uh, Negroni Spagliato's uh, with Prosecco in them. And 
I had never even heard of this drink before and it made me feel bad about myself. And I'm actually glad that this occurred after I went to Italy because otherwise I'm just rolling around saying Negroni Spagliatos with Prosecco in it to everybody. Uh, can You're obviously familiar with this. This is in a realm that you should be very familiar with when it comes to who is actually talking about it, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. It's, it was, it was uh, this, this went viral off of a, a, a TikTok or a reel posted by HBO Max yeah. in which Olivia Cook is talking to Emma Darcy. And, and and so like when I first saw the clip, I was like, you know, the the way that she said this drink name was one of the smoothest coming, uh, smoothest things that come out of anyone's mouth, maybe ever. Sorry to uh, to get all woke on everybody, but they they said it. Apologies, apologies. Uh, the way that they said it, and I was like, this this is incredible. And then once I started realizing, I was like, oh, this is definitely going to fly because uh, it's from. Uh, Game of Thrones, and yes. th that is yeah. something that obviously I am just separated from. Yeah. Uh, so, and I'm glad you're here to uh, to say Spagliato. Spagliato. And because I, I actually, I'm, I'm, and I'm glad you have this on the rundown. I, I didn't hear about this until yesterday. Oh, see, you're behind the eight ball. I'm very, here. Yeah, I know, I know, which is which is bad on me because this so, is this is the. These are actors that I'm I'm covering right now. When I'm so not what, what, doing martinis these days, Negronis are a very close follow up. So for me. can you give okay? And and a lot of people love Negronis. Yes, I, I would say it is it is kind of it, it's one B to the to the popularity of a martini. Just in kind of well, it's kind of like a martini in that there's the, other versions of it. Like they have true. they have white Negronis, which if you order one, you better know what's in it because they will ask you. <laughs> um, most places will at so least. So can you break down for me what it like? what a spot what this spagliato is and what is replacing okay so I, I i googled this before because i was worried i am not a mixologist i'm not a bartender i've never i've never been very good at this uh so i, I wrote this down it says a traditional negroni is made from campari the bitter liqueur as we know sweet vermouth and gin the quote broken negroni or negroni spagliato Starts with Campari and sweet vermouth, but in place of gin, it uses sparkling wine. So it's probably a little, it's a little more spritzy than it would be uh, martini cocktail-y. Okay. If that makes sense. Uh, I, I don't think she need, they, I'm sorry, I don't think they needed to say that the Prosecco was in it because that is not something that is like an addition to the drink. It's just, that's what it is. A Negroni Spagliato already has Prosecco in it. Okay. 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 I would love to try one of these, but I don't think it's, the, I, I think this more, I think uh, the way that it was said was much more important than the actual drink itself, just getting its moment in the spotlight. Whereas then later in, later in the week, I saw a tweet about pasta water martinis and my entire world got turned upside down in ways that I never knew were possible <laughs> because now I just, I need to have a pasta water that, martini. Yeah, this is, I like a Negroni, but it's, it's, um, I don't know. There's something about the taste. It, it's an acquired taste, I think. Just like all most alcohol, most drinks are, you know, you have enough of them and you find yourself kind of uh, just kind of sucked in by something about it. If it's the brine from a dirty martini or like the iciness of a of a of a dry vodka martini or or whatever it might be. And so there is like there's like a bitterness to a Negroni mm -hmm. that I I like, but I don't I'm not always in the mood for. That's the way I can pretty much have a martini I just get it. at any point. Um, so th this sounds like a version that's almost maybe a, a, a little bit more palatable, but the martini, the, the, the pasta water martini, this I'm with you. I saw this and I was like, I, I, I almost had like shame that it's not something I'd thought of. Look, I, I don't think I ever would have come up with this because I think it's a very interesting idea, 
but I almost had shame on how much I already knew I would like it. Like <laughs> I, I, I think I'm weird in that. Like I don't mind eating like things a little raw. Like when I remember, like when I was a little kid, it was like, oh, the pasta's only been going for a couple minutes. Like okay, I'm gonna take a bite of this. And like drinking a pasta water martini just sounds. It sounds interesting. And this says, Mark Vetri's Fiorella in Philly, so I assume that's the restaurant, uses starchy pasta water to give this briny martini a silky texture. Mm. And when I saw that it was garnished with some uh, some different olives than just your standard like Calvastranos or whatever you want to go with, it, it just started getting my wheels turning to a point where now I absolutely have to do it. I would have done it sooner, except I have been out of town. So it has been difficult for me to get the ingredients together. But yeah. the next time I make pasta, I will be making one of these and reporting back. I, yeah. And I, I uh, you know, I, I, I went out on a limb and said that I would have had a pasta martini, pasta water martini by the time we recorded. Um, and then uh, I had a, a, a big COVID exposure. And I just, the weekend, the, the late weekend was shot and I was not able to, to follow through on that promise. But I cooked pasta on Friday night. And I, I saved that pasta That's water and I have, I have a jar, you know, tight lid in the fridge and it's ready to go for, for, for some time later this week. I do, I want to, I, I, I want to throw this out there. Last episode, we talked about the Maldon salt, mm -hmm. how this would like really make you feel like you were just like cooking up a storm, um, no matter your, your level of expertise. This is something that I was not, that I was, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm telling our listeners this because it was something that I wasn't doing for a long time and that I've probably only been doing for, for a couple of years now. But when you are making pasta and you get your pasta and, and you get your water boiling and you salt your water. Oh yeah. It's not like a, it's not a pinch. No, no, no. It's, it's like a, a tablespoon or it's a, two. It's a salt. concerning amount of it's salt. It's a concerning amount of salt. Yes. I, I, I this want is, this is, but this is key to get one, your pasta will taste better. And two, your pasta water will be, be better, whether you're using it to like sauce up your pasta afterwards, or if you want to make a, 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 you know, a pasta water martini here, because he talks about the brininess, right? That means salt. You got to have that saltiness and the starchiness, I think, to probably make this really sing in the martini. Yeah. I, do you know what you're going to, do you know what you're going to uh, garnish this with? You're just going to go regular olive? So I've got, I've got some Castle Vetranos right now. You could just, you could just do a meatball. I could just do a meatball. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I can see a restaurant doing that. I mean, I will be doing this and I will be enjoying it and I will be garnishing it with, I don't you know can, why. I want to do a cocktail onion for some reason. I yeah, think I, yeah, I, I just yeah. want to do that. That, that. that makes sense. You have, have you, I'm sure there are martinis like this or, or, or if you, you know, if you hit a martini bar at something where, and by not like a bar that serves martini, but you know, the, like a martini cart is, yeah. what, I, is what I mean. You could do like a cocktail onion and an olive. Right? Oh yeah, you can oh, do whatever no. you want of it. If someone if they bring out the cocktail card, it's over. But I could see what you what I, you you mentioned the meatball. I could see almost like a bloody mary situation here where you where where you know there's a cocktail onion and an olive on a on the on the um you know on the on the cocktail skewer. skewer <laughs> thank you. Uh, and your drink, but then there's also like a uh, like a piece of garlic bread laid laid across. Yeah, the top. like we yeah we can't let it go too far. Like we I don't want to get into that territory where yeah, we're overdoing yeah. the Bloody Marys like that, we're yeah, doing. Yeah, I went to I once went. We, Sally and I were taking a walk in London when we were there uh, in 2020, and we saw a hotel that our friends had stayed at, and they were like, "You have we have you have to go in there and at least go see the bar and go have a drink." It was about 10:30 in the morning, but we were like, "You know what? We're here. We got to go do it." Next thing I know, this guy was like, I ordered a martini because I was like, I, I want to see how good of a martini this, this famous bar could make. 
And next thing I know, they bring the bar cart over and they start just tossing like all these bitters in front of me. Like they're spritzing things in the air to like set the mood. And I was like, okay, I, I don't, I don't know if I can handle this anymore. I'm like scared of it. And like garnishing a martini now, I've, be, I've realized it's become just an absolute art. Yeah. We, I also went to a wedding. It was, it was a New Year's Eve wedding, which I'm a huge proponent of. So much fun. But I went up to the bar and I was like, yeah, I'll do a martini. And he goes, olives? And I said, yes. He goes, blue cheese? And I said, oh, sure. Sounds great. Let's get wild. Um, and then he took them out of a, a container. And if you've ever gone to the olive bar at a grocery store, they keep the olives and blue cheese in, in pretty much oil. Yes. And that's what they had done for this. You can't make a martini with blue cheese olives that have been sitting in oil for too long. Because what will happen is that that oil will wash off of the olive and it will get into your martini. Mm -hmm. And suddenly you have a separation going on between yeah. the martini and the oil. And you have some gross, coagulated, like it's it's absolutely revolting. Yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. The three of, of us who all got the exact same martini <laughs> were like, well, I don't know what to do. And I was, I, I even tried to eat, drink theirs just to like not make the, the bartender feel bad. But it's just, you have to be careful when garnishing these things. So, where, so what do you, what type of, of when you're making a, a home martini, where are you pulling your olives from? Um, I've like a jar of olives. I've been doing, yes, lately I've been doing a jar of olives. I'll buy like because those are not in oil, right? I those will, are just yeah, in like the brine. The brine. I yeah, will buy yeah, like yeah. a jar of queen olives. Uh, but lately I've been doing vermouth-soaked cocktail onions. Okay. And as I'm an onion lover myself, so it's it's easy for me to do that. But I'm not going to act like everyone needs. I, I'm I, I'm not one to recommend it to people because I know that it can change the flavor of your martini and give it that kind of whatever. But I think it's a Gibson, is what it's made with. Oh, yeah. it's, it's just yeah. a martini with the olive. Yeah. I'm sorry, the onion. <sighs> but now I need to try a Negroni Spagliato as well. Yes, these. I've are, got a lot of cocktails to drink in my, are, my near yes, future. Yes, these are the top two. Well, um. Uh, you know, I don't know what type of mood you're in, Will, but it, it, it's like, what, high of 68 today? Well, I'm in a drinking mood. I'm in a drinking mood for sure. You woke up this morning. I don't know what you did, but you probably had to put on like, a, at the very least, your cashmere hoodie, maybe a little jacket or some sort to to, to get rosy outside. You know me way too well. That's exactly right. what I did. That's exactly <laughs> what I did. Um, yeah, it's just, it's, uh, I, I don't know. And that, that type of weather, I've got some Oktoberfest beers in the fridge at home, which are just absolutely, you know, screaming my name at this point with the weather today. I drank a thousand fall beers this past weekend while I was home <laughs> in Michigan. Could not stop me. And, and it was perfect. So the only cocktails I was having were, was just whiskey on the rocks. And it was, it was the perfect combination. Yeah. Yeah. So, but uh, I mean, th this kind of, this little cold snap that we've got here. It's just it, to to me. That's just like yeah. Like let them let the cocktails flow. It's let's let's get boots on the ground this weekend, Barrett. We I got should. I got nothing to do. Yeah. Uh, before we get into our next segment, let's hear from our friends over at Zocdoc. If you're a fan of it, sushi can be incredible, but gas station sushi not so much. Finding the right sushi makes all the difference, and the same goes for finding the right doctor. With ZocDoc, you can find the right doctor for you in your network and in your neighborhood. One that makes you feel like you're in good hands, you're supported, and you're heard even if you're telling them about your favorite sushi place. ZocDoc is a free app that shows your doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them. And all three of those things are wonderful attributes to have when you're looking for a doctor. And on ZocDoc, you can find every specialist under the sun, whether you're trying to straighten those teeth, fix an achy back, or get that mole checked out, which, you know, your boy, your boy has to get his mole checked out all the time. <laughs> it's not a great situation right now. Or anything else, ZocDoc does have you covered. ZocDoc's mobile app is easy as ordering a ride to a restaurant or getting delivery to your house. 
search, find, and book doctors with a few taps. And you can find and review local doctors. You can read verified patient reviews from real people who have made real appointments. So now when you walk into a doctor's office, you're all set to see someone in your network who gets you. Go to ZocDoc.com and find a doctor that's right for you. Book an appointment in person or remotely and that works for your schedule. Every month, millions of people use ZocDoc, and I am one of them. Barrett, I had some devastating news happen recently. Uh, oh, no. Not that devastating. My uh, doctor retired. Oh. Luckily for me, I don't have to worry about that anymore. I they, was like, They do that. Sometimes they retire. I know. I was like, what's your problem, yeah. man? Like, I, gotta, I still have my health problems. But luckily <laughs> for me, ZocDoc is there. And like I said, I'm one of them. It's my go-to whenever I need to find and book a quality doctor. Go to ZocDoc.com slash clubcool and download the ZocDoc app for free. And then start your search for a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's docdoc.com slash clubcool, zocdoc.com slash clubcool. And as always, go to the description of this episode for links to anything you need on the sponsorship front. You had an Instagram story. You're kind of going at some dudes. Not like a really hardcore way. No, yeah. It was, <laughs> yeah, it was tongue-in-cheek. <laughs> You're talking about a company that I've actually I've I've never bought anything from. I've always eyed them as a company that is uh, kind of cool. They were on the up and up for a while. Uh, <laughs> Emily Bodie ended up winning the CFDA for for her work there, and she's. If I'm being honest, they've been they are probably my favorite brand that I own nothing from. I know that doesn't make a ton of sense. They they're I mean they're very expensive. Correct. Bodie is very expensive, so mm -hmm. it's 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 not the uh, you, you got to really. It's a it's a purchase that you generally have to plan for. Maybe you got to save for, and you got to know that that's going to be like, boom, that's your purchase. You got to lock you got to lock in on something, and then you got to and and then you got to pull trig, and then you can't you, you got to take a you can't big be gulp. You can't be distracted by all the other shiny things that you want for you know for the for the previous and then the the following fill in the number of weeks. And you have to take a huge gulp before pressing that uh, confirm yeah. Apple Pay button on their website <laughs> and figure it out. I think that's the issue. I've had things in the cart and then just been like, what are you doing, man? You can't do this. You can't do this. Yeah. Um, I was actually talking with Sally recently about their senior cord jackets and additionally talking about the uh, cord totes that they have as I am an absolute tote fiend these days. Yep. yep. Uh, can you, can you give us the a gist of what you said on your Instagram story for those out there who don't know? Yeah. Uh, I basically just, I reshared a, 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 a post that had populated in my explore feed of a guy in Brooklyn wearing a, uh, a custom Bodie senior cord jacket. Uh, and if you've never seen one of these, it's, um, it's 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 kind of a an orangey yellow um chore coat looking corduroy jacket with kind of like a like sometimes like a contrast collar but like very basic you know kind of classic blue son chore coat style jacket and then it's decorated in all this like hand done uh painting drawing coloring art mm -hmm. uh that that that's the custom part of it you can you can buy them off the rack they 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 occasionally pop up either on Bodie's web store or at some of their retailers, but the, the the best way to do this is to get a custom one and have a consultation with Bodie and and go through all of the steps and and tell them what you want on it and and all that type of stuff. And I I it, look this is a, it's a it's a it's a speaking of you know pieces that are expensive. This is one of the more expensive things they offer. This is a giant investment piece. I mean, they're all and made to order no matter what. Yeah, even the ones that are oh, okay. on their website, they're still made to order, and okay. so they have like uh, they have one called Top Sale that's like kind of sailing themed. 
Um, they have one that is champagne themed that is like just got, kind of got like a bunch of old French stuff on it. Uh, but like, yeah. And then if you go the extra mile and you don't want to spend the 1500 you want to spend the 2100 that's when you get that consultation with Bodhi. Tell them everything you like in the world and then they make a beautiful looking jacket out of it. Yeah. And so it's, it, it's um, you know, it's something that's been on like a extremely aspirational wish list for a while. For me, it, it kind of like I, I just alluded to, it's like, it, it's not that it's out of range. It's that I can't commit to not buying other stuff. Yeah, that's you know that's a I mean? good way of putting it. Like it, it, this would it, this would require actually curbing my my habits for a little while, and that's not something that I've proven that I can do. So this would you know I would never financially recover from this, at least not now. <laughs> Shouts to uh, <laughs> to the Tiger King there. So here's the I think this is the is this the post that I shared? It, it was um, let's see a guy here he is here he is. Whose Instagram is this? It's Junior Matano. Uh, I'm not. I'm not sure what he does, but I'm sure he does something. Anyway, I, the, these jackets and people in them have been just absolutely rampant on the feed recently. And so I, I posited in the uh, in the tone of Carrie Bradshaw, you know, I wondered if just everybody in New York has one of these at this point, or if everybody that has one of these just constantly posted on Instagram. I think it's both. <laughs> I think it's well, both. If we look at Junior, it it does this jacket makes numerous appearances here in his feed. He's getting and his so money's worth. He's getting his money's worth. He's getting the grams off, you know? And and that's that I respect the commitment to to the flex. I mean, we've talked about like cost per wear and how you can really get the most out of an expensive item and make sure that like if your cost per wear is low, then you have nothing to worry about. Uh if your gram per purchase is like if that ratio is good and you're just getting numerous grams off i mean you got to be careful there because if you're if you're instagramming a piece of clothing too much everyone's like okay they're, they're just trying to, to flex yeah, right now yeah yeah but it'd be hard not to flex it at least once on something i i also i mean the cool thing about this 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 type of thing and i don't know if this is like i think you can still do this if if you know for if this feels like a, a thing that guys can get away with a little bit more is like having one piece that's like your big show piece that For you sure. always have on. Well, I think we're just I think I think guys are just less um concerned about rewearing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because they they know that we we know that we won't get we'll get judged for it if we do it too much. But I feel like I feel like like Sally would think that her friends were just judging her the entire time if she mm. was just constantly volume shooting Only photos in of her one, in the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, can you buy these jackets just blank? Like, say you just want one of the core jackets. I think they're cool just standalone without anything on them. I mean, I think for the a price, the Bodie will give you anything you want. They might just be like, "Yeah, your custom is just a blank one, yeah. and we're still charging <laughs> we're you." Charge you the custom. Yeah, yeah. you're still getting a twenty one hundred dollar one. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, that's 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 an interesting question though, because they obviously have a very specific style mm -hmm. of this. And like, I don't think you're really allowed to like break with the with the style yeah. too much. Yeah. Oh, I, mean? I don't think you are like at all. It'd be like going to like a stick and poke tattoo artist and being like, yeah, but I want you to do like a big like Japanese, mm -hmm. you know, style no. dragon piece. Go, and they'd, go down yeah, the street. That, that's not what we do. Uh, so, you know, you can't, I don't think you can just like put some real sharp modernist art stuff on your Bodhi senior court. I think you have to like let them do this kind of like 60s. Uh, you know, pop culture vibe that thing that they do. What's on Barrett Dudley's uh, senior court jacket? Oh, man, you know, I th this is I, 
we've talked about the for for a long time listeners you'll know that we oh. talked we, we talked about uh custom Bodhi senior cord notebooks yeah you're on, to blame for the price hike oh, for the price that. hike for, yeah, yeah that's right yeah because that was pretty inflation yeah. was not a thing Bode, until no. barrett started talking about their and their they, pads and they bumped that price pre like inflation yeah you know what i mean like pre like rampant hyperinflation i truly so. think that you had something to do with it because so many people reached out and they were like oh i took that i took that advice from barrett and i went and did that and then when i went back after the christmas season that year i was like oh these have gone up in price yeah so I, I think at the time, like I mentioned red wine and I mentioned golden retrievers. Okay. And so I would definitely want something cocktail, drink, beer related on there. I don't know if it would be like, I'd go teeny. like French wine or I don't know if it would be winter warmer style beers or pints of Guinness or like, I don't, but something, okay. right? Like, like, because it's, it's a. This piece feels celebratory to me mm-hmm. in a way, even if you're wearing it every day. So I want it's something decadent. That, it's a decadent it's, piece. Yeah, like so and that's something that, that I was thinking like lobsters or yeah. something like something like just kind of like ridiculous on there. So I you know, I want something that connotates the kind of like that that the 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 funness about it. And then I, I feel like dogs just play into the collegiate aspect of it. So I mm-hmm. think I'm I think I'm still getting some type of golden retriever angle on here too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, beyond that, I'm I'm not totally sure. I could I you know I'm, I mentioned the 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 '60s. I don't know if there's some some stuff I could play with in there. I'm not like a huge like '60s music fan though. I feel like I'd um, overthink this, and and before my consultation, I'd just be like like rampantly googling like. Trying to figure out, like, okay, what kind of plant would look cool with all this other shit that I want on there? <laughs> Plants are good. They they did uh, this fall twenty two season. They had uh, this peach jacket that I was quite a big fan of. I'm I'm pulling it up here. If you're watching it on YouTube, uh, not that one. Here we go. So I think I think fruit could work really well. I there's something about the food that plays really well on these pieces and I think it's just because it's like that still life hand painted, hand drawn kind of thing. Yes. It's just kind yes. of cool. Yep. And that's what you see on there. I mean like even the ones the champagne one that I talked about, they have a bowl of oranges or tangerines uh on they have one that's tobacco themed that has like tobacco leaves and a stamp with a lion on it and just kind of like that natural stuff. The, yeah, yeah, these I, things. I mean, they're they're a, it's a cocky piece. the The other thing that I think that I would maybe do is I, I would whoever you get connected with over there. Um, you know, I don't know if you like get to text with Emily or, or anything like that, but I'd just be like, "What's something that you've wanted to put on one of these? Yeah, but nobody's ever requested. Yeah, or like that's interesting. Or, 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 or it it won't fly on the off the rack piece. You I know, watched. Like what, what do you? What, what do you? What have you always wanted to put on one of these things? I watched a YouTube like, video sure. of them, I, and I've talked about this before on retail therapy. I watched a video of them in their apartment uh, in New York, and they have a custom cord couch. <laughs> and yeah. in the video, they're like drawing on it, they're doing the stuff on it, and I was like, man, I mean, like they're actually out here just customizing everything, and I, I don't think I could actually do that. It kind of stresses me out. Would you be? I'd be stressed to ruin this. This jacket? Yeah. Uh, see, okay. I, I will say that that I think this piece, for one, it's like it's the coloring of it. This is hard to get dirty. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You're right. it's, and it's already it, it's it's very there's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. So even if it does get you know a mark or a scuff for you accidentally like put your pen on it or something like that, you'll never you'll never see that. True. You could probably just start. Maybe it's so like I, you I, could just start drawing stuff on your own. You could. You could add your own. You could it's add. Like, your I kind of want art. an oyster on this. All right, I'm going to spend the weekend. <laughs> Uh, so I, I think that, I think the harder part for me would be 
does this, you know, I like to dress, I, I don't really have like a consistent style necessarily, mm -hmm. like something that I really lock into. So I don't know if this would just constantly be going with everything that I wanted to put on, mm -hmm. you know, once we're into these months where we can really start dressing. That that would be my concern is that that I that I wouldn't be able to live up to the, that cost per wear because it would only go with like half of the things that I wanted to wear in a given fall, winter, spring. But I do think that that uh, you know if you do splurge on on something like this, especially something so personal and so custom, you absolutely just have to like go for it and wear it every chance you get. I think so. Yeah, I think so. It's a very cocky jacket to have on, which is why I think that if I ever went the senior cord route, I'd, I think I'd have to go with a tote. And I think it's just because I love totes and I don't, I'm, I'm not a huge jacket person all the time. And so when it comes to the, the tote bags, I, that's where I start daydreaming. We, I mean, we also, whether it's the tote or the, the, the notebook or the jacket, they, they do shorts as well. We, we joked a couple of weeks ago or a couple of episodes ago about like, you know, what, what we lost by never you know, spending, um, uh, somewhere between one and five years of our lives actually living in New York city. But here's a, here's a bonus. A Bodhi cord, senior cord jacket might be played in New York. You're going to stroll around Williamsburg and you're probably going to see four of these. Yeah. Oh, can do, you, dude, can you imagine, can you, you imagine, I mean? can you imagine like, walking into like a, like a hip <laughs> gallery opening or something? And you're like, I'm wearing the Bodie jacket tonight. You walk in and like your boys over there rocking his and it's like, I got to take this off now. Yeah, you yeah. can't be the second person walking in to a cocktail party where there's numerous Bodie jackets floating around the room. Yeah. That's tough. Yes. Uh, and here in Austin, you're going to wear this. And you're just going to get 1 billion compliments because nobody's ever seen it before. Yeah, maybe. See, I like that. You're turning the tides for me. I, I needed this because I was I was having a real crisis after thinking about all the fits I've left out on the table. And now that you've mentioned that, like, yeah, there, you, I haven't seen one of these in Austin. And no. I know I know that if I saw one, it would be like, that's I know what that is. I want, I kind of yeah, want one. The, 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 there might be somebody that owns one of these, but they probably, and, and they work for McGuire Mormon. I'm, I'm quite positive. For that. sure. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and we paid for that. We did. We absolutely did. We have contributed a lot of money towards that jacket. And yet, they will not give us a happy hour that extends to six p.m. No, no. I mean, one time for the people, I, Larry. Please. <laughs> if if you're gonna have a if you're gonna have a happy hour at your oyster restaurant, and you're gonna have martinis for five dollars. We can't be having this happy hour ending at five o'clock. Yeah, I don't drink it, martinis when the sun's up. That is, it's just, it's not even responsible. You're asking for like a hangover, a 9 p.m. hangover that way. We can't do it this way. It's not right. So, like, yeah. if, if you're going to do burger and martinis slash prices, you can't have it be from three to five. <laughs> I will just raise the price a little bit and do it from three to six. Help me out. <sighs> All right, so you're gonna get one of these. Is this your? Is this your? Are you adding this to the wish list? No, the, the tote to the after, wish list. I, I, reg I regret to inform everybody that after the amount of money that I've spent on Dead and Company tickets, Austin <laughs> FC playoff tickets, and Blink One Eighty Two tickets. Uh, oh, did you go? Did you go for the Blink One Eighty Two tickets? Uh, we yes. I was I was so shell shocked by the prices that I just like closed out of the tab. We had an inside route that made our life a little easier. Got it. Uh, I I I I. I I'm not proud to admit that, but yeah, our lives got made a little bit easier by by having someone that helped us out a little bit when it came to getting access. You, you have the Moody Center Connect. Uh, the issue is that they still weren't cheap, but yeah, I, I bought so many tickets over the last like week that I might just be doing like groceries for my wish list items moving um, forward. <laughs> Can we talk about how insane floor seats at concerts have gotten, Barrett? I what, what is happening? 
I bought I bought Dead & Co. tickets for the final show in San Francisco. I figured San Francisco is my favorite city in America, or it's it's it used to be my favorite city in America before there was just like poop on every corner. Yeah, of like I don't I haven't been in a while, so like I'm hesitant to really ride for it. I haven't really spent much time there over the past few, couple years, and so. But I love San Francisco. And so when I saw that they were finishing the tour there, I was like, I'm 100% doing the show, uh, doing the final show, if, I've, if I can get tickets easily. I ended up going, getting right in, getting tickets. My tickets now are going for three times the amount uh, on the floor than what I purchased them for. I got them for, it was $240 each. Okay. Which was still something that I was like, oh, I don't want to do this, but I'm, I'm sure I, if I don't want to go, I can sell them later. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. going for 700 plus right now, and I was like, that is insane to me. Uh, that that is just kind of like like from for every concert that I've looked at recently, and I honestly can't tell with the way that the the ticket game works now. I don't know if I don't ever know if I'm looking at resale prices or if I'm looking at face value tickets. That's the only the time way. I feel like I'm not looking at resale prices is when I'm in a presale thing and I've got okay. like a presale code and I'm doing that, and that's the only time I feel good about it. Yeah, but um, yeah, like everything coming to Moody Center, whether it's the 1975 or whether it was Harry Styles or whether it's Daddy Yankee or like. Blink one eighty two. I'm dreading when Arctic Monkeys tickets go on sale. Like you, you are you are five hundred minimum. It's insane to get to get GA on the floor, and this is it's wild because like maybe this was an Austin thing, but prior to all the concerts being at the Moody Center, one of the super popular venues was the uh, Moody Live, mm-hmm. which is like this very like intimate little concert venue where all the seats are good, and being on the, in the little general admission on the floor. That's like that's where you and and your twenty eight year old friends would go to yeah. bop around and be close to the stage. All the Richies sat up in the balcony. That's where and, I saw my and, first Panic and, concert. And the nice seats, so yeah. that they could, ha- you know, so that they could take a load off up there and 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 mingle with the other rich people. Now we're getting killed. This is this is flipped. Like, I don't know if I'll ever. Now you got to be like a billionaire to 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 sit on the floor for a band you like. Outside of Dead and Co, San Francisco, I don't think I'm going to go be on the floor maybe ever again. Uh, it's, maybe, it's insane. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and so if, the, if, if that's the way this is going to keep continue, continue to go, everybody needs to switch to the stage style that Harry had, which Where was like surround. In, the, in the center, you can go out to both ends and it's like, because I, you know, the, the first time that I went to, to, to the new Moody for John Mayer, he had the stage like way at the, at the other way end. at the back. And so second, uh, like upper bowl opposite the stage, you, you're like a mile away. Yeah. That's no good. Yeah. That's a terror. That's a. It was a bad experience. Yeah. Oh, like over. You know. Overall, from like getting to like see and hear and feel the music. So, I, I don't, this concert thing's out of control. Sorry. End. End of rant. No, I'm glad you ranted on that because I. I, I just. I can't feel good about it. I have other tickets. I. I bought Dead and Co. tickets for two different shows. I think I'm going to sell the Dallas ones that I have because I'm like, uh, I'm. I'm pretty invested at this point. And I don't know if I need to be this invested. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, Blink-182, like, wanted 180. That was pre-fees for, like, the nosebleediest of the nosebleeds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I really want to go to that show, but, like, I can't... But I'm not going to spend $450, 500 bucks on the worst tickets there are. I wasn't even going to try. I wasn't going to try. Sally started pushing it because she knew that Blink-182 was a band that was very formative. Like, it, it, it hit me during my formative years. They were definitely my favorite band. They were my obsession for two years in high school. And I knew every word to every song. I still knew know every word to every song before from Take Off Your Pants and Jacket on Back. Yeah. I don't know anything forward. Um, and I was like, <laughs> I don't want to hear their new stuff. I don't really feel like dealing with it. 
So I'm not going to worry about it. I'm going to close this chapter in my life. But even my mom, when she heard that they were coming to Austin, she was like, oh, well, you have to go. You were obsessed with them back in the day. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I guess we're good. I guess we're just going to a Blink-182 yeah, show for yeah, way man. too much money now. Yeah. Uh, but hey, I mean, in true retail therapy fashion, you know, we have to covet these expensive things oh, and, I, I, and, yeah, and inconvenience the rest of our lives in order right. to make it happen. Yeah. yeah. Um, I want to talk about cool things real quick, Barrett. Okay. Cool, yeah. cool is something that uh, is is not something that is uh, easily defined. Yet online lately, I'm seeing a lot of definitions of the of what's cool and what's not cool, and I kind of love it. Um, you, I must have seen that you favorited this you tweet did. or that's something. What you, that's what you saw. Yes, yes. I, I'm a big Twitter lurker, so like I'll just be scrolling and. Yeah, and it's from a guy named Griffin Funk. He said the current mainstream is uncut gem shirts, freelance creative bios, ketamine, pearl necklace chokers, Carhartt, running a mood board Instagram, Leilabo Noir 29, F1, straight bros with painted nails, Birkenstock, Boston's, and house music. Out of all those, Barrett, how many how many do you fall under? Because I, I have a little concern with mine. Okay, uh, let me see. Let me, let, me, let me count them up here. Um, one... Two, three, four, five. I'm going to, I'm going to, not exactly, not like exactly what they're saying, but I would say that I, that, that I do something that falls in the exact line of like in between five and seven of these. Uh, if I didn't have a job here, I'd probably have freelance creative in my bio. Uh, Carhartt. Yes. Running a mood board Instagram. That's how Sunday Scary's Instagram started. <laughs> Le Labo Noir 29. Yes. Uh, F1. Absolutely. Uh, I don't paint my nails. That's because I, ch- I pick at my nails a lot. So is that, Le, that, that is would be Le, reckless. Le Labo Noir 29. Is that a fragrance or is, a, or is it a, a candle? I think it's just a general the, fragrance the general, that they have for okay. everything. Right. Yeah. Uh, Birkenstock Boston's. Don't have them, but would love to be a part of that when yeah. the, the price yeah. stops going up and they actually have them in stock. House music. I don't know house if is what I like as much as just like generic EDM music, but we're somewhere in there. Yeah, the the and everything like see, I could talk myself into into in in into uh every one of these like being a part of me except for ketamine. But by the way, ketamine, you know, also like the concert tickets. I don't know what's going on out there with that, but it's it it's hotter and shit. People, everybody, everybody's just in K holes these days. I, I I had never been offered ketamine until 2022, <laughs> <laughs> and I think I've been offered it like three times now. And I'm like, no, I'm I'm good. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, like, is it a downer? Is it an upper? Does it is it is is this something that people are like microdosing, like they are with like mushrooms and LSD? I think like, it's straight up like, macro. Yeah, you, you have to macrodose the, the the ketamine. But uh, but yes, I do understand that it's very very popular. Um, yeah, okay. I favorited this tweet specifically so that I could pull it back up and talk about it on on retail therapy or on or on club course somewhere or just text you about it because it, th- this kind of like all right something is happening here that that and an ACL really like turned me on to this and I even like I I jotted down some notes because I was a little buzzed at ACL and I was like I don't want to. Fr- I was doing the thing where I was were like, you in the K hole, Barrett. Just tell I was, us. Yeah, I was in the K hole. Uh, I was like, I, I could. Rem- I'm going to remember all this, and then I, that, you know, the, the the half of my brain that wasn't buzzed yet was like, no, you won't write this down. So I was out at ACL, and like, there's a very specific type of guy that's always at ACL, mm-hmm. somewhere between the range of like 20 and 26, mm-hmm. I would say, and there to like you know, crush cervezas with his bros mm-hmm. and like maybe meet up with some groups of girls 
For sure. They're, they are definitely choosing Zoo, Flume, and Diplo over yes. like Casey Musgraves, uh, The Chicks, and Carly Rae Jepsen, right? Like they're hitting all the EDM shows. They're going to squeeze by you. And then stand immediately in front of you. And for then a little stand bit. immediately in front of you. They're going to have the camelbacks on because they're all, they're just, they got to stay hydrated because they're also drinking so much beer and smoking so much pot. Uh, it, you just, you, you know the guys that I'm talking about, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And they're all like 6'3. <laughs> all of the sudden this year, those guys who previously I would never, ever, ever have classified as fashionable while doing everything else that they were doing were wearing mesh. Lace, the Ian Charms style chokers Dude. and the pearl necklaces. The vibes are shifting. There was paint. There were painted nails. There were like all sorts of stuff where I was like, okay, so it, something has happened. And I, and 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 obviously the 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 shifts read differently as you get older as well because you're less in touch with, with with what is actually happening. But my current take on this is that like, you know, I already mentioned the the, the social calendar finally being back in full effect. Mm-hmm. I feel like the pandemic like did an accordion thing with the trends where like the trends like like basically the bottom the, the and and I don't mean that pejoratively I just mean like the mainstream has like squeezed up very near like the cutting edge and the cutting edge is like still kicking into gear getting back into full effect as well. Does that make sense at all? It does. Could it be the fast fashion like, side like, of things? Like the, so, and I think that's a huge piece of it too. But the, th- but the thing is, it's like maybe fast fashion has just gotten with, with you know, with brands, most notably Sheen, but, but probably even like Randy, a, a Zara. Fast fashion always existed though. You know, there was always H&M and Zara and Uniqlo. Yeah. But I think they, they, they might be, but, but so the, the difference is why are, like what like 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 you said the vibes have just shifted i think because that this group of guys that would have potentially like turned up their nose at all this stuff oh they would have been wearing like, tank tops I that we saw like it's probably a tick, it's probably a tiktok effect as well mm-hmm. right but like this is now being being kind of cool and on the leading edge and maybe a little fluid and like adopting trends that maybe aren't like previously wouldn't have been considered masculine and like all of that is like part of this quote unquote, current mainstream. Does it have to do with, I mean, when you think about the most popular shows that happen, when you have like euphoria in the mix, when you have uh, like outer banks in the mix, like things like that, like that changes the way that people look at stuff. I would be lying. Like I love, I think euphoria is an, uh, an awesome show. It's an anxiety inducing, but like from a cultural perspective, it's just a very cool, interesting show that forces you to kind of bend the way that you look at certain things and the way that you look at things that are mainstream. And I think that has something to do with it. Is that like the, the, the cool stuff to take in those cool avenues of entertainment, they have to shift your kind of thinking about this in some way, but I don't have some like greater, greater idea of it. But yeah, like, I, 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 I also you, think being different is finally being cool again. Like yeah. we don't all have to fit into this like same mold of what's going on. Do, do you think that the quote unquote bros more more broadly than ever though are like interested in this type of thing basically? Yeah, yeah. And I think it's because uh, we can ring a bell. I mean, Ame Leon Dor is like one of those companies that like a lot of people know now because of their just insane rise and their insane popularity that yeah. it's almost forcing people especially guys who weren't previously into fashionable stuff, it's forcing them to want to get into that cooler stuff. And it, it kind of, 
when you think about the the scarcity model of buying things, when you get an email, say you buy an ALD t-shirt because you want to be cool in front of your boys, and then you start getting these emails about raffles for New Balance sneakers that are in your price range for $120, suddenly you're like, oh, I'm actually like being a little more fashionable than just wearing my Sperry's and my like whatever. Yeah. Nothing wrong with wearing those things, but like it just it just kind of has flipped everything when it comes to the way that uh, guys who were never caring about fashion previously, uh, how they act now. Well, I can, I mean, I can even tie this into the, to the, to the body of it all. Right. Because like there was this, uh, speaking of, and, and speaking of TikTok, we're just, we're connecting all of the dots right now, but like maybe like two or three months ago, there was this TikTok that I don't know if it, it went viral, but, but it definitely came across my feed and, and on some platform. And it was this guy kind of like being a little derisive, you know, doing, speaking into the camera. And it was basically like, Hey, all the guys out there that got into ALD in 2020, how's your Bodhi collection doing? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's a pipeline. So, so there's the, a pipeline. There, there is this, there, you know, and it like, it, it's just interesting because I, it, it's, for me, it's not a bad thing. It's, um, you know, I'm watching, I'm watching, uh, Justin on the, on Bachelor in Paradise right now. He's like, got like, like good camp collar shirts and is wearing like fun necklaces and is looking way more fashionable than anybody on the show ever has. And as a whole, all of the guys are, but, but he is especially. And so it's, it's, uh, I'm not reading it as a bad thing, but, but more of a thing like, oh, well shit, well, we got, as the leaders of this, this means that we're about to have to start like pushing into something new as well, because you, you, you can't like, you know, that, that, that's just, that's, that's part of, 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 trying to, uh, if not lead on this stuff, at least be able to talk about all of the leading stuff. And if that's, if that's, is suddenly the mainstream, then, 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 you know, you gotta, it, it's on us now to, to see where the vibes are shifting, like to what is, what's, what's further out of reach than that, than the, uh, uncut gem shirts, which, you know, a, a 24 constantly working with online ceramics. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. they just did, they just did another, a, a, another sold out drop for the horror movie Pearl. I saw about a million online um, ceramics Instagrams today. Yeah. Well there was the, so they did their Pearl stuff. I think that was last month. And then their spooky Tober collection released today. Um, the freelance creative bios, ketamine, Pearl necklace chokers, the Carhartt, running a mood board, Instagram, Layla Bo F1, straight bros with painted nails, uh, Birkenstock Boston's and, uh, and the house music. So, well, I, I think in maybe in a previous life or something, maybe I was an it girl or maybe in a future life, I'm going to be an it girl. But I've always been I've always loved the idea of it girls. I just think it's a hilarious thing. Like, oh, she's an it girl. She's like, she's, she's, she's what everyone's looking at and being like, oh, she gets it. And uh, starter packs of NYC, an Instagram account that I follow just because it's entertaining and, you know, a little little self-deprecating when you look at it and you're like, oh, I kind of fit in that mold sometimes. <laughs> um, they have they have recently posted a list very similar to the one that you just had of things that are in and things that are out. And like the things that are in are just kind of, I mean, some of them are totally normal, like graphic tees. Um, but then like other things that are quote in, uh, not being on any type of diet, walking and dancing as only forms of cardio, hunter boots, duh, uh, <laughs> kissing at the club, but not fingering. Purses from when you were in middle school saying you don't know something without batting an eye, which I love normalizing uh, not knowing something. That's something I don't do. Whenever someone's like, hey, have you seen this movie? I'm like, uh, I think so. I've tried to get Maybe. better about that. I need to like, no, no, 
Don't don't know what I you're talking about. I prefer to be on the uh, if I'm on one side of that uh, that conversation, I'd prefer if someone just said, "I have no clue." Yeah, what I don't you're know what you're about. talking about. Yeah, yeah. they have like breath spray, banaca. I kind of want to hang with people that are just doing banaca <laughs> all the time. Um, well, you got to do the but that's so you got to after you go into a K hole, you gotta you gotta get the banaca. You gotta out. hit the banaca. Right, right. I feel bad because I recently shamed someone for something that is on this list that is in a low slung belt, not looped, not looped in, just hanging, and. <laughs> <laughs> I was roasting my boy the other day. I was like, "Dude, you got to you got to put that in your you gotta, belt." You gotta like belt it up loop. Yeah, you're looking yeah, you're yeah. looking sloppy right now. It, I, I, th- okay, I, maybe this is aimed um, at at females here because it is. I, yeah, I'm not I'm not giving a pass to any guys who have the belt thing going on where you look down and you can see the button on their pants. No, yeah, that's you can't not, be doing that. Not good. You can't not be good. doing that. That is not in. But I also like that they have the out. The out list Let's, is like. Uh, keto and protein maxing, going to afters, which I love that they're like, I'm so old now that reading afters, I was like, oh, that's got to mean after parties. It does. Yeah. Yeah. I just, or after clubs, uh, gum out. Randy, you go to any, any afters in Austin? They they exist. You know what else is out? Cauliflower is a carb substitute. Y2K hair clips, those dumb, ugly, chunky rings, matcha lattes. I am out on matcha lattes, just <laughs> FYI. Identifying your personal brand instead of letting it speak for you. Show, don't tell. Food porn and cheese pulls. I know Dave is out on... Dave hates when a yoke is getting busted on Instagram. I do too. Uh, what did we say? Cheese pulls? Yeah, you know, like, you know when people are on Instagram and they're like pulling the cheese oh, and yeah, doing yeah, all yeah, that yeah, kind yeah, of yes, stuff? Yes, like, yes, we don't yes, need yes. that. Okay, okay. I think yeah. you and I need to make our own list of things that we think are in or out right now and post it in the same manner. Okay. I all might right. make you do that. All right. And if you want to go see those lists at some point, maybe never, go to retail.pod on Instagram. No, definitely. <laughs> we'll definitely do that. Before we get into our, uh, do we have any closing thoughts on that? I feel, uh, like, I feel like we half unpacked this and didn't totally unpack it. Well... It, it, I, I think what, what immediately stands out about this to me is that it's basically that it, it almost reads as like the things that we're choosing from 2000s to keep in and mm-hmm. the stuff that from the 2000s that we're kicking out. But we'd be foolish to think that anything but the 2000s were like leading the, the charge right, right. now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ex- that's that's exactly right. Because um, a, a lot of this is just is 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 like that. It is either good Y2K or bad Y2K, mm-hmm. essentially. So that, that that was one of my my big pickups. But um, this is the first time that I'm reading it all, so it's it's going to take me a moment to to fully, I think, di- digest it. Well, half up, half down hair, Lord of the Rings vibes is it. <laughs> so I might be growing mine out. Uh, before we get to our wish list, let's talk very quickly about our friends over at Felix Gray. Six years ago, Felix Gray set out to create eyewear that would improve daily screen time. Felix Gray lenses filter 15 times more blue light than can uh, that can make screen time tough on eyes and disruptive to sleep. I'm not sure about you, Barrett. My screen time is not pretty. For the first time in a long time last week, my screen time was actually down, but it was still a number that I'm not, not happy with. Popular devices are a major source of blue light. Phones, tablets, computers, TVs, Kindles, and other devices. Common symptoms from spending too much time in front of screens are headaches, blurry vision, dry, tired eyes, and trouble sleeping. Those sound familiar, Barrett? You have any of those? Uh, yes. An exposure to blue light at night can lower the production of melatonin, the hormone that regulates sleep. I have pretty much experienced all of these things. I, I could probably blame it on uh, having a, a, a child that was born in the last year and a half. But at the end of the day, I'd be lying to myself if I thought that it didn't have something to do with blue light, which is why I've actually adopted wearing blue light glasses. Uh, you, you see these Franklins? Not only do I just love uh, Franklin the turtle, but I like these. Uh, I like the glasses as well. 
Um, but I like anything with the amber lens. You tried any of those out? No. Yeah, the, those those uh are they on the end list for starter packs they, of New I, York City? I'm gonna put them on my end list, that's for sure. But they that, that not only are they blocking the blue light, but they help you get ready for sleep. See, for, that's for what sl- I need for sleepy time. That's what I need. I too many times I lean over and I think I'm just gonna scroll my phone until my eyes start to get heavy. And I can probably tell you that that's not good for my eyes, which is why <laughs> I should probably uh, get the amber lenses. Um, but shout out to the Franklin, shout out to Felix Gray for the best blue light glasses on the market use our url felixgrayglasses.com slash club cool non-prescription and prescription glasses are available check them out now at felixgrayglasses.com slash club cool that's f-e-l-i-x-g-r-a-y glasses.com slash club cool free shipping free returns free exchanges felixgrayglasses.com slash club cool barrett do you have anything to add to your wish list today Oh man. Um, I was thinking about wish list today and honestly, like the, the, the stuff that would be on my wish list right now is it's real. It's, it's pretty lame. You know what I mean? It's like, it, it, it's all fallen into, to, to the, to the more just kind of like run of mill life stuff. Well, I feel like now that um, like we're finally at the time in October where we can like, today was like the first day I've been in Austin where I can actually wear something long sleeve and long pants and not sweat. And I feel like our my shopping at this point is kind of completed for the the immediate future. So I I I am feeling that way as well. Um, you know, I have made a couple of purchases over the last few weeks that I'm that I'm I'm feeling geared up about, feeling geeked up about. I also need to I also need to 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 get onto that wish list and just make some amendments, cross some stuff yeah, off. Yeah, if you if you need to I hit need me a, up and yeah, and, I need to I need to I, I need to just you know refresh. Basically, Christmas and, is coming, and these these lists might get scoured by some people. They might near get and dear scoured, yeah. And and the other thing that I'll just add here is, as it is, um, you know, heading into to, to late October, we're now in what what I like to to kind of consider for myself the calm before the storm, mm-hmm. because anything that I want right now, probably going to try to get it on sale in about a month. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So that I I think next go round I'll I'll have something to add to this list that I will be trying to to snipe with a with a nice little pre Black Friday or Black Friday sale, but right now it's 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 pretty it's pretty much I'm I'm whittling down I'm selling some stuff I'm I'm uh, I'm just. I'm getting the house in order. You know what I mean. I think you've inspired me a little bit to to start. I need to sell some stuff. Yeah. I I I, I haven't. I bought too much nice shit that I'm not wearing lately that I'm like, okay, I need to, I need to do something with this and gotta, not, gotta, not just feel clean, bad about myself. You got to clean out sometimes. You know what I mean? You got to unload. It's been tough for me. Um, like I said, uh, my, my wish list should just consist of like, you know, groceries that keep me alive because I've spent too much on concert tickets <laughs> lately. But I do have something that I already, I've been talking about them for a long time. I've already talked about them numerous times in the past uh, few episodes and it's a pair of boots. I might even, I probably even have these on my wish list as it stands right now. Um, but going back to Michigan this past weekend and seeing, uh, hunter boots, duh, because they're in. No, I mean, they are in, they are in. I already have a pair of boots that are somewhat (laughs) huntery, uh, but they're a little more Alaskan than they are like New York it girl. I thought you did have a pair of hunter boots. No, they look like, they kind of look like hunter boots. Um, What, what, What are those? I'm blanking on the name of them. Keep them things on you. Hold okay. on. I can figure it out. Let's just, I'm just going to do it right now. Here's, here's how we can figure it out. Extra Tufts. Extra Tufts. I have okay. Extra Tufts. Just right. the Alaskan fishing boot of choice for uh, people that fish in Alaska. Not me, but I like them. They're, they're actually wonderful boots. 
But what I want is something a little more formidable, a little more, uh, I don't want to say professional looking because I don't think they're professional, but maybe less rubber rubber ducky looking. Okay, yeah, sure. And that is why I'm, I'm finally going to do something and I'm going to buy a pair of Blundstones or at the very least, because uh, we're about two months away from Christmas, I'm at least going to put them on my wish list so that maybe somebody sees them in the near future. Got it. And so Blundstones are something that I just don't think ever go out of style and they're something that I've wanted for so long and I don't have a pair of boots that serves a purpose like they do. And so a pair of brown, uh, they're in my future. If I don't have them... If I don't have them soon, uh, I will have them by the time I go home for Christmas when I will really be wanting them. And I'm probably just going to wear them everywhere just to justify them. But uh, I'll, I'll, I'll do a little, a quick note here on the Blundstones. The classic Blundstone, like you're mentioning, obviously it's a, it's a can't miss. Um, it, it, it goes with everything. And everybody I know that has a pair, it's just swears by them. Everybody. Cannot, like, can't say enough good things. Yeah. They tell you like, no, go get some right now. Uh, but there are, if, if, if you just cruise around the, uh, the, the Blundstone website, there are versions that are like even chunkier there. They do have lug sole stuff. They've got, they, they, they've even got a whole section that's dedicated to, uh, I think the, the ones that use a Vibram sole. So you can kind of get as like, as like monstrous and chunky mm -hmm. as you want to, or keep it really, uh, classic. And um, and versatile with the uh, the OGs. I'm kind of impressed that they've they've uh, gone with the shifting vibes a little bit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Good mm -hmm. on Blundstone. I don't even know I mean, where the... they. But with, for Blunt, they they kind of they kind of found themselves. You know where the vibes had shifted. Mm -hmm. the, those waves just like were suddenly washing on top of them, uh, and then I think they smartly were just like, oh well, we got to ride this out while we can't. Yeah. So yeah, and now's the time for them to do that. Exactly that. Really. Never but, been a, uh, never been a better time to be Gorbcore. But yeah, always a solid wish list edition. I think that's all she wrote today, Barrett. Do we have any closing thoughts? Oh man, um, no. Just get get on that get on that gram. Follow us. Follow retail.pod and uh, keep your fingers crossed that this uh, this purple tones itself down and goes back into the to the beautiful silver blonde that I had not a day ago. Even if it doesn't tone it down, I'm still going to enjoy the <laughs> hell out of it this entire time. <laughs> Well, I think that's all she wrote for today. Uh, we will be back. Uh, I, I don't, I'm not going to make any declarations of when we'll be back next. There might be some some changes. There might be some things in the works. There may just be some random recordings. We'll okay. see. Um, but I'll be in contact soon, Barrett. Works for me. All right. We'll see you guys next time.